A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. know the classic wrestling matches that everyone loves to talk about. Rock Austin from Mania 17, Sean and Brett from whenever, the great Carly versus John Cena. Well, maybe not that last one. The point is, we talk about these till the cows come home, and that's all well and good, but what about the forgotten gems that are sleeping by the side of the road? Why do we ignore such beautiful bounties like that? Well, mostly it's because of just that. We don't remember them, which is even dafter when you start including the WWE titles into the equation. Surely awesome work rates and gold equals love to the end of days. Clearly not. But my name is Simon from What Culture, and I'm going to change all that right now with 10 seriously underrated WWE World Title matches. Number 10, Batista vs. Eddie Guerrero at No Mercy 2005. In 2004, Eddie Guerrero was champion for five months before he lost the belt and sadly never won it again. What he did after this, though, for around 18 months, was prove that he damn well deserved to be at the top of the card. In September of 2005, he was coming off the back of a hot feud with Rey Mysterio and was chosen to be World Heavyweight Champion Batista's next opponent. Eddie teased Big Dave in the build to this by pretending he had a change of heart and even teamed with the man. They were best friends. Or were they? That was a cool hook too, because it all tied into their clash at No Mercy. Would Eddie revert to his old lying, cheating, and stealing ways in his pursuit of gold? Guerrero, being the master of all this, played it off wonderfully, physically resisting the urge to break the rules by sticking to the straight and narrow for most of the bout. When the ref was bumped, however, and Eddie had the opportunity to crack Batista with a steel chair, he still decided against it. Fortunately, that would be his undoing. After missing a frog splash, Guerrero succumbed to a spine buster, and he went down for the three. It was a good end to a great, seriously under rated world heavyweight title match. It's even more impressive when you take into consideration the very real amount of pain Guerrero was in at the time. He worked very hard to get all of this over, and he damn well did. Number 9, Chris Benoit vs Kane at Bad Blood 2004 Chris Benoit's world heavyweight title run of spring-summer 2004 is often regarded as a disappointment, if not an outright failure. It started off well with a big win at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden, but Benoit was never treated as the top guy. He was the world champ, sure, but the focus was usually on evolution. Even with that, Benoit was still having plenty of great matches during his run, including an underrated one with Kane at 2004's Bad Blood pay-per-view. The two didn't headline as we had Shawn Michaels vs Triple H, but Benoit and Kane had the best match of the night. They told a simple David vs Goliath story, with Benoit constantly working over his bigger foe, only to get swatted back down. The crippler just kept coming back time and time again, refusing to quit, whereas Kane used his power game to avoid the crossface. When Benoit realized he was never going to be able 
failed to apply it, he rolled up the big red machine instead. He surprised him for the win. It's hard to watch now for obvious reasons, but it was a very well worked contest between two wrestlers you wouldn't necessarily link together. Number 8 The Rock vs Booker T at SummerSlam 2001 Yep, that's right, we're right in the middle of the invasion angle which did suck, but there were some highlights to come out of it. You just have to look quite hard to find them while trying to avoid the crap being thrown into your face. SummerSlam 2001 is a show that bucked the trend though, mostly thanks to the awesome Kurt Angle vs Steve Austin WWE title match. While that was the best of the night, it wasn't the main event which for some reason went to Booker T and The Rock as they scrapped over the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Kinda worked mine, cause while I'm not as good, still rocked. The two started off at a crazy pace with both bumping all over the place, and they brought around ringside for a bit too. We had some nonsense from Shane McMahon who of course was the fake owner of WCW at the time, but this worked. Why? Slaphead, cause he got involved again later on just as Rocky was about to smash Booker with the people's elbow and that meant he got a rock bottom for his troubles. 2001 crowd loved this. Even the finish was nice. Booker, who was in control, got carried away with wanting to showboat, allowing The Rock to pop up from nowhere and hit him with another rock bottom for the win. This not only underlined how good the future Hollywood actor was, but also helped the former WCW Booker T no end as well. He could hang, and now everybody knew it. Number 7 King Booker vs Finley vs Bobby Lashley vs Batista at No Mercy 2006 When Batista got hurt as a SmackDown champion in early 2006, he lost his world heavyweight title to boot. That was sad, because of course it was. Like taking candy from a baby that's really jacked. When he came back, he had another problem, and it came in the form of Booker T having the belt and both Lashley and Finley wanting it. All of a sudden, Big Dave had a mountain to climb. The four men clashed at No Mercy 2006 and managed to go way above expectation with an awesome match that you should go and check out. The psychology early on was Booker and Finley working together to take out their powerful opponents, which they did so effectively until they inevitably turned on one another. From then on, it was every man for themselves, with the Irishman controlling the pace and wearing down the others. Eventually, the match went crazy crazy with all four men exchanging their big moves and trying to eliminate whoever they could from the picture in order to score the win. Towards the end of the match, the animal looked like he was in charge, throwing out spine busters and Batista bombs for the fun of it until a Lashley spear momentarily took him out. That was all Booker T needed though to crawl over and pin Finley and he escaped with his title in the most cowardly way possible. Wasn't the best you'll ever see, but four ways are no easy thing and this one is really entertaining deserves more love. Number 6 Jeff Hardy vs John Morrison on the 31st of July 2009 Smackdown 2009 had a load of good TV matches for some reason, but this one is seemingly forgotten about. And that is straight up no good. Jeff Hardy and John Morrison, two awesome performers, clashed in the main event of the July 31st episode of SmackDown and had something of a fast-paced barn burner for the World Heavyweight title. Also, think of that. Hardy, Morrison, World Title. What a place we live. Morrison rarely got the chance to challenge for either of the two major WWE belts, but he made the most of it here as both men just went hell for leather to prove they knew what they were doing between the ropes. There were flips, kicks, a picture-perfect acai moonsault, while Hardy was his usual reckless self, flying through the air without giving a crap, and at one point hitting a still stare-assisted poetry in motion on the outside of the ring. Morrison was the heel here by default, but he never gave in to the fans' demands that he turn properly and instead continued to focus on the task at hand. At one point, it looked like he might have won too, but that wasn't to be as Jeff whipped out his twist of fate swanton bomb combo for the victory. When you watch things like this, you have to ask yourself why Morrison wasn't pushed harder. He could go with the best of them. Number 5 Edge vs Kane vs Rey Mysterio vs Alberto Del Rio at TLC 2010 Because of all the carnage you get in a TLC match, loads of TLC matches just get lost in the ether. It just becomes one big ball of madness and violence, and that's exactly what happened here in the four-way TLC World Heavyweight title match from 2010's pay-per-view. World Heavyweight Champion Kane, Alberto Del Rio, Edge and Rey Mysterio 
were at it here, and it's really entertaining because they brought something different to the table in terms of style. There were some big scary bumps as Edge hit a mammoth splash through a table on Kane from the top of a big ladder in the ring to the outside, whereas Ray and Edge hit stereo face busters off the top two. That had to hurt. The biggest of all was reserved for ADR as he was sent flying from above inside the ring through a table that was on the outside. He hit the floor with a sickening thud. In the end, the rated R superstar was able to outlast the others and win the title, but I imagine in terms of pain, everybody lost. That doesn't even make any sense. Number four, Kurt Angle vs. The Undertaker on the 3rd of March 2006 SmackDown. The Kurt Angle vs. Undertaker World Heavyweight Title Match main event of No Way Out 2006 gets a lot of love, and rightfully so. It was an engrossing, well-worked contest between two of the absolute best in the business and helped elevate a middling show into a great one. What some people tend to forget, however, is that the two men did it all again just weeks later on free television. It was like a human game of chess that started slow before building into a wonderful pro wrestling match. This was mostly because no man could gain a true advantage. After every big move, the other guy would come back with something of his own. So when Taker hit a snake eyes and a boot, Angle hit a German suplex and a European uppercut. Like I say, chess with men. Man chess. From here, they started countering everything like it was a WWE 2K game, and one particularly inspired sequence saw our Olympic hero counter a choke slam into an ankle lock. It was so fluid, you would have thought Angle was made out of water. There was also a choke slam, kick out, and Taker escaping the ankle lock, so we were pretty much doing everything here. The finish saw Kurt miss a moonsault, allowing Taker to hit a tombstone for what would have been the three count had Mark Henry not ran in and ruined it all. So that was a bit cheap, but hey, it's about the journey and not the destination, and this rocked. Number three, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H at the Royal Rumble. 2004. Triple H and Shawn Michaels have clashed many, many times over the years, and their matches in terms of quality have been all over the place. Some are amazing, some suck, some are just there. But they also had one World Heavyweight title match, which was surprisingly rather underrated and overlooked. At the 2004 Raw Rumble, they fought under last man standing rules, and this was proper, intense, brutal stuff. The early part started like an old school wrestling contest with a focus on body parts, but then that all got thrown out of the window. From nowhere, Michaels went for a bonkers springboard SIA cross body to the outside missed, and dramatically crashed through the Spanish announcer's table. Not only did it almost keep him down for the 10 count, but it busted him open, and that was all Triple H needed to pounce. This is where things turned into a right slugfest as a steel chair was introduced and people got punched in the balls. That classic combo. The drama kept getting turned up with some sweet chin music and a pedigree, but neither man could keep the other down for the count, and that's how it ended too. Both stayed down, and eventually Triple H got stretched out. Even with that ending, though, it was a very dramatic and good battle between two pros. Number two, Sheamus versus Randy Orton versus Chris Jericho versus Alberto Del Rio at Over the Limit 2012. Over the Limit 2012 is a show that will primarily be remembered for two reasons: the incredible Daniel Bryan CM Punk classic for the WWE title, and the farcical John Cena John Laurinaitis main event. Tucked away in the mid card, however, is another reason to remember this one. Given the level of talent involved, it should come as no surprise that this one was wild entertaining, but for whatever reason, nobody talks about it anymore. It would be just about impossible to recap all the goings-on in this match, but suffice to say the action was pretty much non-stop and really inventive. Benjamin Franklin would have been proud of this. I think he invented stuff? I don't know. Rather than play it safe, everyone here mixed up their offense and threw in some cool new moves and spots, and the execution of each was flawless and, crucially, built the match perfectly. Everyone did their first, second, and third finishes in a wild flurry until the Celtic warrior immobilized Orton long enough to hit White Noise on Y2J, who had been incredible here, by the way, and retain his title. This was just go, go, go from start to finish, as you imagine all four men realized what they had to do to make their mark. 
and they did. Number one, Batista versus The Undertaker at Cyber Sunday 2007. The story of Batista's 2007 was that no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't put away The Undertaker. He dropped the World Heavyweight title to him at WrestleMania 23 and then failed to win it back in both Last Man Standing and still cage matches before Taker went and got injured. After his return, the dead man naturally wanted to win back the championship from Batista and the two faced each other at Cyber Sunday 2007. Fans could vote on who they wanted to be the special guest referee and the options were Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mick Foley and JBL. Surprise, surprise, Austin won. By this point, the pair had great chemistry, so this was just two war horses throwing bombs at each other, waiting for the other man to make a mistake so he could respond with yet more bombs. There was nothing fancy about this, but everything was tight and believable. The pacing was also spot on as they didn't rush things and took their time to tell a story they needed to tell. Pretty much all of the big moves were kicked out of, which whipped the crowd up into something fierce. It was only after a second Batista bomb that the animal was able to finally score a well-deserved win over the dead man and get over this hurdle. It's wonderful this, and proof that Batista deserves more credit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.